Boy, oh boy, we've got some wonderful weather going on right now, don't we? Well, we do. Intro? What? I don't don't, don't get what you're doing right now. It can be the intro. Can it? It can. Should it? Welcome to the second episode of Podge Hodge. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, those are the first words. Gee, Willikers, Gatman, Batman. We hear, we hear. Cats and dogs right about now. Is it where you live? It is not where I live. Yeah, didn't think so. I walked home today. It was glorious. Wow. Oh, ooh, that yeah, ended, <laughs> that ended if, abruptly. I, I, I don't know what you know about like conversating, but typically talks about the weather don't last that long. <laughs> All right, we're not using that as the intro. But it's so interesting. <laughs> it's so it's interesting. So <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I know. See, it's meant to be. Maybe that can be the second episode of Podge Hodge. Okay. Maybe maybe we don't like edit any of this out. This this just be our fucking episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So right, everyone so cool. wants to hear so we're, right? we're actually talking about Podge Hodge then. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. How's right, everyone doing? To the show, guys. <laughs> How's everyone doing? We good? We yeah, Gucci man. Huh. Okay. That's good. <laughs> How you cat? You doing good? I'm Gucci, I guess. That's right. <laughs> I love hearing those <laughs> words come out of your mouth. That's great. Yeah, those are the best words. I those, don't. The ones that come out of your mouth. She, oh. does, it. she does it. Okay, so we got a we got a really interesting show this week. Looking forward to it. Is it? Um, is it interesting? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you'll, th- you'll think it's interesting, too, once you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would help, wouldn't it? Yeah, so let's go ahead and start out with our favorite starter topic rant or rave and we've got a couple good ones this week so <laughs> this week uh marked the beginning of the lunar new year and apparently everyone and their mother that was a game developer wanted to jump on this train and they wanted to push out updates for it so we got a couple of awesome updates out of it one of which was not so awesome and surprise surprise it happened to be related to one of our favorite games dead by daylight uh, they pushed out the Howling Grounds event, and boy, oh boy, is it a dun- dumpster boy, fire. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. There it is boy. again. <laughs> boy, oh boy. It's a dumpster <laughs> fire. Let me tell you. I don't even need to tell you because you two know. You've experienced Aww. it firsthand. What's wrong with it, guys? Well, uh, the fact that we play on the PlayStation 4 is a starter. Yeah, no, it had problems on all yeah. All platforms that had issues, yes. I mean, in general, yeah. I assume that by daylight's going to have issues, but on the PlayStation 4 especially, <laughs> we, are, we are just getting shafted hard, hardcore. Well, the yep. Xbox is apparently, they had really, really bad crashes, like constantly, and that's apparently still ongoing. They haven't fixed it yet. Oof. Yeah, I did hear about that, too. So Yeah, they're not happy. Got to reach 10 million coins. What are the odds of that? Well, we're actually pretty close right now, I think. Yeah, we don't need Xbox. (laughs) Fuck Xbox. Oh, God. Fuck Xbox players. (laughs) Sorry, you knew that was coming. We're good at alienating specific subsets of viewers on this show. Yeah, maybe by the time we're done, we're not going to have any viewers, as opposed to the uh, massive (laughs) army of following uh, viewers that we currently have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, you're good with words. Uh, anyway, we're getting off topic. We are. The event. Yeah. It was really buggy. Really it's broken. Super buggy. Almost borderline unplayable, some would argue, because there's that music. Oh that my god. Oh my god. So there's a bug with the music 
where if one person's being chased by the killer, it is transferred to all the other survivors. And, you know, sound cues and music are an extremely important oh, part no, of that, that game. Oh, no, that wasn't the bug. What? I don't think. That the was bug, a bug. <laughs> it, it was, I thought the bug was the heartbeat sound became the chase sound. Oh, I thought it was Like, if the killer was around you and you were supposed to hear a heartbeat, you would hear, automatically hear the chase music. Oh. I'm not really sure what the specifics of it are, because, like, (laughs) sometimes I'll hear that music and somebody gets downed on the opposite side of the map. Mm -hmm. That is true. But what it all comes down to is it would randomly throw chase music out of nowhere, and it'd be loud as fuck. It is terrifying, especially when you're not being chased and you think you're, like... Am, am I tripping right now? Is somebody chasing yeah, me? You're like, I where, am I about what? to get killed? What, what, what's going on? And it's then all really of a sudden stupid. it goes dead quiet. It's really scary. Just really disrupts the flow of gameplay a lot. You can't even get things done uh, because mm-hmm. you're constantly scared of, obviously, the killer being right behind you. It's very yes, disorienting. And, and it's so loud. So yeah. whenever you're not being chased, you need to listen to what's around you. And one time it was so loud on me and I didn't even realize Leatherface was like right next to me kicking my gin. Oh gen. my God, right? Yeah, killer, killer I didn't even know he was there. He's actually on you. Like you, you start blowing off the music because you hear it so often, and then the kid yeah. is actually there, and that's and you can't hear him doing anything else. Yeah. So so how have we awful. how have we countered that bullshit? Well, we just fucking run everywhere now. Yeah, by not caring. <laughs> we just it's pretty great. Us. It is. It's very liberating. Yeah, yeah. I countered it by switching to my new main character, which is Dwight. I just run around everywhere. Oh yeah. Yep. Go main. Dwight. Ugh. My new main. He, he <laughs> yesterday when we were playing, he was inside a locker, and I I just kept pulling the door open, and he just kept going inside. That's not nice. You were the worst funny. type of teammate. No, it was funny. He was because he ran around the map and then immediately went in the locker while I was behind him. I was scared. Okay, just left me out in the open, man. It's a real Dwight thing to do. It really is a real Dwight thing to do. That's the kind of thing. That's the kind of player the judge is. He's a Dwight. Uh. <laughs> And I'm proud of it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Speaking of the kind of player the judge is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about that. I've what got a good of, rant-worthy topic. What kind topic. of player are you, Judge? Tell us your rant. We're dying oh, to know. Man. Well, I'm thankful that you two are a part of it because it was probably one of the best experiences I've had in this game and probably the worst, too. I don't know. Was, I'm kind of middle ground with it. We, it was we great. Get a, we get a lot of flamey, uh, a lot of flamey messages from from really salty players, and uh, we we've seen quite a few doozies. But this was the uh, this was the fucking epitome. This one takes. This one the crepe. took the cake. Oh, did you say crepe? What did you say? I said crepe. <laughs> oh, crepe. All right. Yeah, took the crepe. Do as the French do, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, okay, so what happened was. And this was a beautiful display of teamwork on all three of our parts. It was great. I, I saved the clip. So if I anyone was wants proud. to see Oh yeah, yeah, I was too. If anyone wants to see this, uh contact us at contact at podgehodge.net and I'll I'll get you hooked up with that. Um, <laughs> Advertising though. Yeah, shameless plug is inserted. Okay. So my experience was that we had we were playing against a killer, and it was the pig, which is the newest killer. And uh I suppose that I was hooked first. <laughs> And I think so. Yeah, I was hooked first, and I was hooked right in front of an exit gate, which was open. And Cat and Crow, they they weren't having this. They weren't going <laughs> to leave me behind. The other the other survivor was already dead at that point, wasn't he? We don't talk mm-hmm. about the other survivor. The other survivors, and that that one doesn't matter. <laughs> Screw what right matters now. is the three amigos were alive. Okay, <laughs> and we have a strong bond. 
And so Cat and Crow weren't going to forsake me. So they ended up, or we basically went through a series of unhooks. Like, I mean, it, we didn't get anywhere for a minute. So like I got unhooked and then Crow would get hooked and then Cat would get hooked. And we went through this probably three or four times. Well, eventually I released my secret weapon, uh, which is borrowed time. Uh, yeah, boy. <laughs> Crow, was it you? Yeah, who was I was, I was the last one on the hook. Mm-hmm. Crow was hooked, and it was the last hook. So pressure's on, and I had borrowed time. So I go, okay, cat, we're gonna do this. We're gonna run, help me run interference for this. And so she ran up. She got hit, and whenever she got hit, I got Crow off of the hook. And Pig thought, oh man, I'm just gonna get a free kill out of this. <laughs> Hits Crow, borrowed time, baby. Borrowed time. He doesn't go down. So he so run. We we're all making all three a dead of us run off injured straight to the exit gate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> While she's wiping the blood off of her knife or whatever weird yeah. weapon she got now. And she started chasing after us. And Cat and I were body blocking so that she wasn't able to get Crow down. So we ended up getting out. And this is where the beauty of this story is. I receive an inflammatory message <laughs> making the comment that I suck a certain male appendage, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh. That basically only losers use borrowed time. Uh, and what, what I was repl- the specific quote, though? I feel like this is important. Yes. Yeah, I guess it is important. Well, I need to pull that up. So Please, please do. I'll, uh, In the meantime, Kat and I will, will mingle. Mingle away. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we're best at. <laughs> so, Kat, how about that weather? <laughs> well, it's right here. How about where you are? It's uh, it's quite nice. That was and some good. That end. was some good banter you guys had <laughs> good, there. Good conversation. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, so I, I got the conversation up. So he started out this uh, very respectful conversation with uh, the message: "Getting deranked is cool. Thanks, cocksucker." Um, obviously, I was perturbed. I didn't know what to say, <laughs> so I decided to cock in my life. <laughs> I decided to be friendly. So I said, Good game, my friend. And game easy. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um I immediately receive a message after that saying, Suck a cock. Your dad probably only had you because he had borrowed time as well. <laughs> like what? Oh, what does that mean? I think I get it. It took him longer to, you know. Please maybe. explain it. <laughs> Please, because I've spent a week mulling over this. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure how to do it for any of the uh, 13-year-old viewers that we may have after last week's. Uh... Eh. <laughs> I'm only saying these it. things. I'm only saying things these things because they're quoted. I just want to clarify that. Fair enough. So yeah, I can only I can only guess as to what his uh, as to where his mind was when he was saying that. My best. He was obviously guess. in a dark place. A very dark place. He had just let three killers escape. So I decided to bring him back to the light. Survivors. We weren't Nia. (laughs) Wasn't I? No. No, okay. (laughs) I don't think so. Well, regardless. I want to know. Tell me. I decided to bring this fellow. I'm just just saying, I I assume the borrowed time remark was a a jab at your father. um, We'll just say lasting more than half a minute. In the bedroom with your mother. Oh. 
before Getting you were born. second chance, maybe? <laughs> that ain't no good. Ah, well, we're going to move on. That's my best guess. I, I, I responded to the, that message after laughing copiously with both of you and i said oh, remind me remind me what was his bio what did it, what did fire lord 101's bio say i'll read that after i read my response <laughs> i said listen i know you're frustrated but you have to admit that was good teamwork seriously good game you did well and in a drastic turn of fate <laughs> he replies back with yeah good game <laughs> sudden like, change of heart yeah like you just gotta be friendly to the haters you know now to answer <laughs> your question his bio his bio said, you mess with me, you're going to get burned. Yeah, uh, you got burned hardcore. I got burned <laughs> by Firelord101, giving him a call out on the show. Okay, so moving on to the last section. Uh, it's actually a rave. Shocker. Crow has been, well, Crow and one of my friends from college have been constantly bugging me to watch this anime called uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I I've recently been constantly took- bugging you to watch a lot of anime. This was like bottom of the barrel. It was. Fair enough. But, you know, I, but, I have no regrets. You know. This show is amazing. I have no regrets on this. I cannot explain to you the happiness and the giddiness I get from watching this show. Um, I'm only like eight episodes in. I don't, I don't think they heard what the show is called. I said JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I couldn't hear that. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Well, it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, hopefully you didn't go off and watch eight random episodes of a random anime and uh, think it was awesome. But if you did, cool. Let me know about it. Um, but anyway. Oh, my God! <laughs> it's the most dramatic anime ever. I mean, it's got an amazingly dramatic art style. Uh, the characters are so freaking likable. Like, I, I cannot believe... I mean, I could rave about this thing forever. But anyway, everyone should check out JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's super funny. Um, it will cheer you up you're if little, you're down. You're a little late on the speed wagon. Get it like train on a bandwagon, speed speed wagon. Okay, whatever. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can edit that, right? <laughs> I don't think you guys realize more, how much freaking work please. I'm gonna have to do on this. Um, <laughs> edit us, please. <laughs> Thank oh my you. God. Make me beautiful. <laughs> yes. Pause. <laughs> I was joking. Damn it. This is gold. Keep it going. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> Shush. So I guess now we're going to move into our very short and succinct week in review, uh, which we already talked about one of them, which is the Howling event. Uh, they b- pretty much broke the game. Uh, flashlights are overpowered. Can flashlight They did. Killers. They reverted that, though. Oh, sweet. Okay, never mind. Yes. Good job, behavior. Um, oh, thank God. How you, <laughs> yeah. How's a killer supposed to kill with a flashlight on, in his face? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they made it where there was no skill required to flashlight. You could just like shine it and they'd instantly be blinded. Damn, I, m- I missed my window then. I know. Never, <laughs> never yeah. get a Normally flashlight off in my skill. life. This patch has actually brought a lot of controversy or a lot of uh, critique upon behavior, which are the people mm-hmm. that developed the game. Because, I mean, people have complained about them for a long time, but... People are just super fed up with them and, and, and with this event in particular because it doesn't seem like they have any QA like mm-hmm. testing at all, like at all. Uh, it just seems like they do the code and they're like, okay, let's just push it they out and see how it goes. They don't test their patches at all because every time they release something, it's, it brings more bugs every time. Every time. <laughs> they bring a patch in. Every so, time. And this time it was just really, really bad. And Terrible. it was a timed it's event still and bad. people were just pissed off. Yeah, you can go to their subreddit and people are still 
I mean, complaining about it like you would mm-hmm. not believe. No, um, I think they, I think they did a good job. A pretty good job <sighs> so far. They did a pretty good pretty job, good job so, far. so far. Sorry, we we ruined your joke. We stole uh, it from you. It obviously wasn't that funny in the first place. <laughs> Ooh. Well, so yeah, that's that's one thing. Uh, second thing, I uh, know a lot of people have been hyped about this. Black Panther came out. I have not personally seen it. I don't think mm-hmm. you two have either. But Ain't nobody got time for movies and movie theaters. Yeah, I'm not a theater person. <laughs> ah, well, I plan on, maybe you guys can watch it whenever it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray. I plan on watching it soon. Everyone seems to think it's pretty awesome. So hmm. That's what I hear. Next Is it one? Marvel? It is, it is Marvel. Marvel. Stan Lee, actually, Marvel. I think, right? What? I, th- I-, I think Stan Lee was one that wrote Black Panther, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Maybe. Stan Lee's kind of a boss. He's kind of the Marvel <laughs> figurehead, isn't he? Yeah. I don't follow the superhero stuff, so I had no idea. Dude's I'm a so legend. behind. I do know who he is. Yeah, he makes a he makes a cameo in like every single Marvel movie, which I think is yeah. pretty funny. I don't. But d- does he? Isn't he like ninety something now? Yeah, he's, I think. Yeah, I, I he's heard getting up there. Though. I think I heard something where it was like he was outraged that he couldn't make a cameo in this movie. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> but uh, like, it just wouldn't like there'd be no reason for him to be in it. I guess I don't know. Because <laughs> they could have made a funny cameo with him in it, honestly. <laughs> I'm thinking but, like Ace Ventura style right now. I have no idea. Who knows? I'll watch it soon. I'll keep you guys updated on that. But uh, Overwatch, we love Overwatch too. They announced that they're going to be reworking some, well, several of the heroes actually. So um, Sombra, Sombra is getting reworked next, and Cat is a big fan of Sombra. So yes. I think you you probably know more about this than I do. Well, I'm. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think that it really sounds like the buff that she needs. I am sad that they're not going to be, that health packs aren't going to go towards her ult anymore, though. That makes me really sad because you can charge it so quickly. (laughs) That is a bummer. So I'd be like, I have EMP. I had EMP about five seconds later. I have EMP. (laughs) But aren't they buffing her damage? Yes, I I think they're buffing her damage. I know that they're buffing her hack, so she does it way quicker. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's it already exciting. seems pretty quick. Like unless you're like in the like in the throng of battle right now, but like, yeah. Otherwise, it seems decent enough. I don't know. It does. I don't know. No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh oh. Speaking speaking of no, let's talk about May. Aw, uh, what's wrong with May? Uh, we have a difference. She deserves a buff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not aware of what it is, so inform me. It's amazing. <laughs> it is. Uh, so great. It's the buff she needed. Oh, boy. Well, I think her freeze gun is going to be freezing a lot quicker. Oh, God. Yeah, that's just it. what we need. No, she does. And don't get me wrong. I enjoy using May myself. Like, she's one of my, like, probably top five if, I, if I'm not trying to get trophies and shit, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, I think I, I can. Like I think f- I can get behind this. I think I, feel, I can get behind this. I feel like her freeze you know? rate... Yay, you're the only one besides me. No, you didn't listen to my reasoning on why I could get behind it. You know, oh. see, I can get behind it because I personally love seeing May freeze me and get right up and oh, know, see, see her see her chubby little cheeks before she headshots me. Every time you me. get frozen, you think, what I a love great being, May. I love being teabagged by an enemy May. It just really makes my day. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It gives and me again, the jollies. And again. And again. 
and again. Yeah, I can get behind that. That's good. I think you guys will enjoy this buff. Oh, I'll enjoy oh, yeah. it because I'll be stealing A every time from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'll enjoy more? The nerf that they're going to give Hanzo. That's what I'm going to enjoy. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they're making a huge mistake with that so, scatter yeah, how, did, how did you not rant about this, sir? I should have ranted yeah. about it. But let me get on this rant horse right now. See, Is y'all. Is it horse now? Y'all. Yeah. See, <laughs> y'all. Hanzo has a scatter shot. And everyone has been whining and complaining about this ever since the game came out. Well, Blizzard came out and they were like, okay, listen, we're not going to tell you exactly what we're doing with this rework, but we will tell you about what we tried. And one of the things that they tried was, and this makes me so mad, they said, well, we tried to take the scatter shot. And wait, well, wait, wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. Why do you have like three different accents going on right now? Because just I'm trying. Him, just let him go. <laughs> let him do his thing. You don't understand. This is a way of me coping. Nerd. Okay? This is a way of. <laughs> This is a way of me grappling with my anger. See, Daddy Jeff said that <laughs> he said that they were going to change the scatter shot and make it so that they couldn't, uh, you couldn't scatter off the ground. Okay, so conceptually, Outrageous. conceptually <laughs> that is flawed for so many reasons. I mean, for Blizzard, come on, you're known for Blizzard polish. Like, you can't freaking do that. The other thing that they tried to do was. They tried to do a piercing arrow, which I'll be fair. That that one kind of sounds like, cool. Where you can that like, one shoot sounds it. stupid. <laughs> well, you can fine. just shoot it right through, right through shields. Like, what's the point of Reinhardt's shield? But you know they said saying? that it was going to do reduced damage. Eh, I'm glad they did away with that. Okay, well that was the other one. The other one, <laughs> the one that they're testing right now, that's like the main one, is rapid fire. So they're making it so that Hanzo can apparently like shoot like five arrows in rapid succession or something like that i mean that's all right mm. but i want my scatter like i like my yeah, scatter they need to just make the cooldown on it longer well and i don't really see what the problem was with them doing they said that they like reduced the amount of times that scattered like instead of it scattering like three or four times they made it scatter only once i don't mm. see what the problem with that was I mean, no there really isn't a problem i mean scatter shot isn't even be careful. Well, maybe I'm a really no. It's a, a compliment. <laughs> don't worry. I'm saying maybe I, I I'm a really bad Hanzo. <laughs> maybe I'm just a really bad Hanzo. But I miss scattershot like all the fucking time. So it does take a bit of skill. I know most people will not agree with me. People are gonna flame us so hard. I know. Over this. No, it Get does. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just oh, saying. Shoot. Get good. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There are so many one one-shot kills in the game anyway they took roadhogs away for some reason and gave him a butterfly gun but uh, I, I just think it's stupid I, I think they need to leave hanzo alone i miss the old hoggy yeah me too I, mean, I, st- I still like new hog at least they buffed him a little bit since that shit went down yeah that's true the last two things that they talked about recently was uh so they're gonna rework symmetra and torb i hate torb i freaking yeah, hate torb. i love torb oh my god that should have been a fucking rant too <laughs> yeah, they hate Torb. I love him. I think he needs a buff. Nah, and I'm that. glad they're giving him a buff. <laughs> Bitch be stealing all the plays of the game without doing shit, but just leaving his turret going. Yeah, let's ignore hey, good that. Good turret dude. placement. Let's talk more about good Symmetra. turret placement. They said nothing about Symmetra. They were just like, we're, we're working on Symmetra. But there's some. I mean, I'm kind of wanting to speculate a little bit on that She's because perfect. They need I to like Symmetra. Her beam. Oh, her beam the, is freaking the OP. Fucking, the, no. the description the description says it's a short ranged weapon. It is. No. No. 
I You're mean, thinking a, of Moira. I'm thinking of both Moira's of them. Moira's goes long. Of, Symmetra's does not. Both of them go too long. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, no. Uh, I don't know. I like Sim. I think they need I to think make she's her in a really good place. I mean, so what if they what if they give her something else like you got the teleporter, you got the shield generator. What if they give her something else for her ult? A third ult. She has three ults. Everyone else has one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I think they need to do with Sim? Up. What do you think they need? They need to make her turrets at least a little, have a little bit more HP. Because if Junkrat's, nah. no, if Junkrat's trap and his concussion mine or whatever the fuck it's called has to be shot like a million times for it to be destroyed... Why uh, does why one HP turrets? They're so get, easily destroyed, and they have a long timer. Because Junkrat, Junkrat gets uh, a total of three things to work with, and she gets like a billion turrets. <laughs> no, she gets six baby turrets. It's you bullshit. Get, you get one trap and two bombs. I can count. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the last topic. Can we get a little? We get a little passionate about Overwatch. So, <laughs> the last thing that I felt like, I mean, was pretty notable to put in here was System Shock. The System Shock remake has been delayed, and this is a pretty significant blow. People have been hyped up about this remake ever since they announced it. For those of you who don't know, System Shock was the precursor, or uh, kind of like the, spir- the spiritual successor to System Shock was Bioshock. So that should give you an idea. They're really similar games. System Shock was uh, a pioneer for several gameplay elements that we take for granted, like uh, branching, story pathways, a whole lot of innovative stuff they did with that game. Well, regardless, they announced that they were going to remake it. It was a Kickstarter program, which made people leery because a lot of those things kind of fall through. And ta-da, it kind of fell through. Developer came out, said, "Uh, we're delaying the development of this game indefinitely because we don't really know what we're freaking doing. So people are mad. This campaign raised. Oh, yeah. I'd be super ticked off if I was one of the people who donated. I mean, it raised mm-hmm. more than $1.3 million, and they're just like, guess what? We're going to kind of have a hiatus. Pocket that, and <laughs> yeah. our revenue streams and goodbye. for the year. We've met our quota. Let's have a vacation. It's really, it's, I just, it's really a shame because, I mean, Kickstarter is such an interesting concept that sounds good on paper, but it is abused so much by yes. so many people. I hate it. And it's got so much potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but Smartwatch, the Smartwatch originated on Kickstarter, the Pebble. I bought one of those off of Kickstarter. thought it was cool. I did not know that. I'm not quite the watch connoisseur you are. Ah, well, I I actually like the pebble. But anyway, so with that, I think we can move on to our main segment, which this is an actually, I mean, we're pretty, pretty passionate about this one. Um, And we've talked about this over the years, but it's actually exciting that we're going to be able to talk about it formally on a show. Uh, Unfinished games and or buggy games. Uh, Several games have come out in uh, the recent year that have fallen into this category, uh, we actually alluded to one of them last week, which was Final Fantasy XV. Um, <laughs> but oh, <God. laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with that one. Um, actually, why don't we just go ahead and talk about it now? Final Fantasy XV. Do you feel shafted, or do you feel like they are justified in doing what they're doing with that game? I, I ranted on it last week, didn't I? Yeah, I feel shafted. 
<laughs> you got might the fucking got the day one edition. Got the what? what uh, they have so many different categories now. I didn't get the most expensive one. I got like the second most expensive one, which came with some pre-order DLC and a nice box art case, steelbook, whatever artwork mm-hmm. or art book or whatever. I think like maybe a CD or something. And you know, you get like if you, if you're investing in the pre-order, you feel like you're supposed to be getting something like you know notable. And then they come out with like this ultimate edition that's got like all this DLC that they've released since then, including the season pass DLC. But wait, there's more. There's going to be more season pass material coming up this year, probably. Um, so, you know, that means the ultimate edition is not really the ultimate edition. And there's going to be even more to spend money on, more to like th- this game's just not finished. It's just not finished. And I'm so disappointed. I mean, I was. I remember whenever they first announced this game and it was supposed to be part of the Final Fantasy 13 universe. Whenever I saw the trailer, I was super hyped for it. Like they made it look super dark and gritty. I remember it was everyone was freaking out cuz they were like, "Oh, it's going to be one of the first Final Fantasy games that's going to have blood in it." Like one of the trailers showed <laughs> the main character stabbing another person and blood flowing out of them. And I was like, "Whoa, that's awesome." Um I just I don't think it had blood, did it? It I don't think it did, but Shit. I mean, I just, how long was it? That game was in development hell and it makes me. Yeah, a decade. Yeah. Like what kind of garbage is that? And then it comes out and it's completely blatantly unfinished. I felt so mm-hmm. betrayed. It was, it was confusing to me. It was so unfinished that it was literally confusing. Like the storyline at yeah, parts, and- I was just like, what? Yeah, and you, you didn't get the DLC, if, if I recall correctly. So the DLC kind of salvages it, but you're still so just like, you're just so disappointed by that point. Like that you have yeah, to you shouldn't have DLC. to have the DLC. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that. Weird. And, and what's even worse is if you played the game before all the DLC came in, it makes you mad because you see the potential in the game. It could easily, easily have the potential to be one of the best Final Fantasy games ever made if they would have taken it in the right direction. If they wouldn't have just shoved it out, I think that it would have had some serious potential. But it just didn't hit where it needed to hit because you could see the gaping holes in the story. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. And, God. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Can't even right now. That's the one that we probably feel the most directly impacted by out and of all these. I think mm-hmm. for for me personally, like you know, I I still held on to my copy of Final Fantasy 15, so it's you know I can still buy the DLC and you know figure out the rest of the story anytime I want. There's a lot of people though that'll like buy a game and as soon as they finish playing it, they'll sell it or get rid of it or trade it or what have you, and they're not ever mm-hmm. going to know like how the whole story unfolded. And yeah, that's you know, their whole impression. Yeah, of that's, it. that's their whole impression of it, and. You know that's that's not their fault. That's the fault. Not that's good. The fault of the developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. So for me, that's just kind of borderline unforgivable. Like as somebody who, <laughs> Damn. as somebody who appreciates art, like in every and any form, video games is like one of the one of the mo- most interesting art forms out there right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, this is just like blatant uh, consumerism. Like, we're going to make money off of this, and we're kind of shafting the art in favor of how can we milk it for all it's worth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've kind of viewed it as, like, it's like you're seeing half of the Mona Lisa. Like, you can look at the detail. <laughs> you can look at the detail 
and you can see, wow, this is really intricate. This has potential. Like, but you're missing the other half. And you know, and you, like, yeah. I mean, you can get the you can get the other half in little puzzle piece DLC puzzles. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Like, it's so terrible. It's it almost really a despis- It's really despicable, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes me sad. And Square as a company, I cannot believe what they've done with this this uh, chapter of Final Fantasy. Like, this is one of the most revered series and video games, and they're taking it. I, I hate that they're piecemealing it. Like. <laughs> it's stupid. I'm so frustrated. I can't even form complete sentences with this garbage. And the fact that they had a season pass. All right. This is freaking. This is some crap. Okay. This is some crap. They give you a season pass. You can choose to get that season pass. Sweet. Okay. I hate that practice anyway, but all right, whatever. It's worked. So people buy the season pass and all of a sudden they're like, we're going to keep releasing content in the second year after the season pass has already, you know, ran its course. Like, what? How? Mm-hmm. How can you do that? That's so scummy. Like you're, you're abusing you the more, consumer. You're paying more for the yes. season passes to fill in the holes that they left than you do for the actual fucking game itself. Yeah. It's it's so terrible. And I don't know. For me personally, I've played the game. I played the game before any of the DLC came out. I beat every single thing that that game had to offer. Every bit of it. All the he- secret hidden dungeons, everything. Sir, sir, you don't have a platinum yet. You didn't beat everything. Okay? Oh my god! Oh, I'm just saying boy. that's part of it. Trophy whore. Yeah, I did. Like, I'm pretty sure I did. Every- Maybe I'm missing a couple of the side quests, but at the same time, some of the side que- <laughs> the side quests weren't even compelling enough for me to do in a lot of the cases. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, no, God, it's just haven't touched it. They didn't put a lot of effort. Have not touched. Yeah, it I haven't since. either. Haven't touched it. So. Haven't touched any of the DLC. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them to finish the DLC before I even go back and try to like get everything taken care of. Because mm-hmm. like I, I'd platinum the original game. I'm down to like 63% overall right now because they keep releasing shit. And it, they're gonna keep <laughs> releasing keep more going. shit. Yeah, they're gonna keep releasing <laughs> more shit that I'm gonna have to keep paying for if I want to actually, you know, 100% it. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there. So that's obviously one of the unfinished games that we all think is just a travesty uh, that they would do that. But there are several other ones recently that have come out. Um, Recently, actually, what, in the past two weeks? Kingdom Come? Uh, Yeah, last week, Kingdom Come just came out. And I actually went to GameStop on, like, two days after it came out to buy it. And that's kind of impressive, because you hate GameStop. I know. (laughs) Walmart didn't have it. (laughs) That's all we have in this town. But... It, it was so apparently so buggy that the guy that worked at GameStop actually told me not to buy it. Wow. Because <laughs> he said there were like game breaking bugs. Like for certain quests, the characters wouldn't be there. And just stuff like that that makes the game literally unplayable. And the day one patch was like 20 gig or something like that. I don't know. That's just what I've heard. But oh my God. it really made me sad because I really wanted to play that game. Is it really? Is it really that big? There's that's what they were saying. I that's just word from the GameStop people. I, will, I have not done my research. I will be positively flummoxed if that's true. Flummoxed. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking that up. <laughs> I'm still probably gonna get the game though. Um, <laughs> oh, you. Just because it. Well, I know. I, I feel like games like that. I feel like they'll be patched, um, but that is why I'm waiting. Kingdom Come Deliverance Day One patch size is 23 gigabytes. Oh my god! 
<laughs> Are you kidding me? That's yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> you can't push a freaking day one patch. Okay, I'm a, I'm going to speak for maybe the minority here, but <laughs> I happen to live somewhere that does not grant me access to like super Just fast internet. Just a small internet. town boy. <laughs> so the fact that a day one patch that's 23 gigs on my internet connection would take me 10 hours or 15 hours to download. That is yeah, pretty obnoxious. Unbelievable. I mean, I know that that's not that's necessarily just a, that's just common. a day one patch. That's not even include. Like, I think they're on one point three right now. I think I saw. Yeah, they're gonna keep going. <laughs> it's never ending. <sighs> that's just that's such that's an abuse of like internet privileges with these that these developers are taking, and that actually kind of segues into like part of what we wanted to talk about with like the pros and cons of patching games. Obviously, it's nice to have the ability to fix something post-launch, but it's not mm-hmm. acceptable to fix everything in a game through a patch post-launch. I mean, yeah. if you have the ability to, like, I can understand it, but there shouldn't be that much stuff that needs it in the first place. Like, Exactly. We, we've, all, we've all played, like, the old school... Well, not all. I don't know how old our listeners are, but I know the three <laughs> of us have all played, you know, games from, like... As back as 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 far back as the place as the original PlayStation and further back, and you know, most of those games were pretty polished. Like there were occasionally like a few glitches, but yeah, nothing. they had funny little bugs, but yeah, nothing that bugs. broke the game. Bugs. Nothing that ever broke the game. Yeah, a lot of these games that are out right now, a lot of them are broken, and that's why these patches are needed. But they shouldn't they shouldn't be that broken in the first. Yeah, place. they shouldn't be charging sixty dollars for a game that's you can't even fully play on release day no unacceptable you know I mean? unacceptable they should <laughs> unacceptable. not do a 23 gig day one patch yes that's honestly boy, oh boy. unbelievable to me what yeah no I, I just wanted to insert the boy oh boy in there somewhere <laughs> yeah mm, okay guess that's becoming boy, a meme oh now um willikers okay so yeah uh a couple other ones so like Everyone heard about Assassin's Creed Unity whenever that one came out. <laughs> that was a buggy mess. You can actually go on Which Google. Which one is that? Uh, the one that was garbage. I don't know exactly. <sighs> Which what... one is I don't that? Follow... Yeah, I don't follow Assassin's Creed, so I don't know if... Is that a new one? Uh, was... Wait, was that the one that they made for free in PlayStation Plus? Mm, I hope not. I I maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You like, can go on Google Images eh. and lo- type in Assassin's Creed like Unity. And you'll see terrifying, terrifying character models that are broken and like just eyeballs with nothing else on characters' faces. And like that's, it was so broken that you get stuck on walls and it was terrible. And it caused quite a uh, fur whenever it came out, an uproar, if you will. I didn't play it because I'm not really a big fan of those games now. So, now, was that the game that made you now? Nah, well, it could have been, but it wasn't. I played up until like the third Assassin's Creed, um, and that one kind of. Oh man, was this? Hey, was this the one with the uh, like where you team up with like George Washington or whatever? No, I think that was three. Okay. (laughs) I don't know, but anyway, this one it was a buggy mess. A lot of people complain about Street Fighter Five, which actually came out I think this last year, last year, because they released that game and they said that they were going to release. I don't remember if it was like the arcade mode or the story mode. I think they said they were going to release the story mode at a later date. So they just released the Street Fighter game as the fighting game. And believe it or not, there are people that do want to have the story mode for a fighting game. 
So hmm. they freaking waited. <laughs> yeah. They waited and then they released the story mode for it later. And then people complained about that because they said the story mode sucked anyway. So, I mean, mm. you know, once again, piecemealing games up like that. Uh, yes. There were another last two that I could think of um, came out on the PC and they got a lot of flack. Um, Batman Arkham Knight was so bad that they like actually had to remove it off of Steam and refund people for it. That's how bad it was. Ooh, really? Yeah, it was terrible. Like you can go and watch wow. videos of how broken it. People could have like these jacked up rig gaming rig PCs, and we're talking like top tier parts, and it would run like crap. Like it would it would crash. It would just like have terrible frame rate. It was it was garbage. So bad oh. they couldn't optimize it in time. It was just really bad. Uh, PR for the company who put it out and so, I can't believe they refunded yeah it was that bad it was, it was bad <laughs> it was that bad did they, did they ever push out like a like an up, updated version of it I think PC? I think it's playable now but I mean who knows <laughs> I hope so I I was <laughs> laughing really I was laughing at it when it happened but I felt bad for people that were wanting to play that on PC that's kind of funny mm. too because those Arkham games they get a lot of hype up whenever you're talking about them like on, at least on a PlayStation system and this one, I mean, yeah, this one had all the ingredients to be a huge success because it was obviously had a strong legacy behind it. Like you just said, everyone loved the first two games, but this one just didn't didn't work out that well because poor optimization. It was just un, it was broken. So Magic. it was and SimCity for the PC. That was partially because I mean, it was buggy, but it was also partially because they tried to pull that always online DRM stuff. Uh no one's a fan of that. Some people actually like to play games without their internet connection. So, <laughs> <laughs> get off my soapbox Ooh. on slow internet connections. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like these practices, like, I mean, there, there's something wrong with them. I mean, I feel like it needs to be addressed. I mean, sure. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, thoughts, thoughts on this? Well, it does make me, like you were saying, the pros you can fix the content later. So that is a, I mean, it sucks that it's released that way in the first place, but at least there are some, I mean, most of the game companies these days do go in and fix the problems when there are games like Skyrim that <laughs> do have literal game breaking bugs. Like you cannot complete certain missions and they've released Skyrim on like every platform and they're still pushing Skyrim so hard, but they won't patch it. Yeah. And I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> Well, okay, I'm glad you mentioned Bethesda. Like you mentioned Skyrim. Because how come Bethesda gets a pass for pushing out buggy games, but like all these other developers sometimes just get filleted alive for I it? don't know. I mean, there's so much fun, but I mean, people really got pissed off with Fallout 4 because it was so buggy. I think they're starting to put their foot down <laughs> not not take Bethesda shit anymore. <laughs> there was actually a, a bug in Skyrim where to finish a mission, I had to get through a door, a certain door, and it was supposed to be unlocked, but it was locked and it never came unlocked for me. <laughs> so... I found out, like, I read up on all the different ways, like, how I could possibly get around this glitch. And I don't know if you know this, but plates, wooden plates in Skyrim can be used as keys. 
You can what? put a what? <laughs> you can put a, a plate, a wooden plate, through a door, and <laughs> it'll it'll unlock it. <laughs> I mean, it'll like help you. It won't unlock it. It'll like put you through it, like put you through the door. So I I've grabbed like I always keep a wooden plate on me now as like my skeleton key. <laughs> the master key is a wooden plate. Who would have yes. thought? So I always keep multiple ones on me in case I lose one, you know, in case I leave one behind. <laughs> but yeah, it's just shit like that. I'm like, really? <sighs> okay, you know what? Maybe that can be a con- maybe that can be considered a pro for for uh bur- like bugs in games because you, <laughs> you do get some funny cr- funny stuff out of it. Um, yeah, that's true. But I'm glad I found it out though. Otherwise, I never would have been able to complete that mission, and it was a big one too. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called now, but uh, it was a big mission. I had no idea you have opened my eyes. <laughs> that's amazing. Now you uh, know. I'll I'll be sure to keep wooden plates on me whenever I get around to playing Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, crow, you'll already you'll you will already be ahead. You'll know all the all the secrets. Darwinism works. <laughs> okay. So, like, here's another thing I consider a con. Um, so, for me, and I know that this issue can be easily fixed now with uh, Sony pushing out the ability to do this, but storage, like, storage content. So, mm-hmm. I, got the, I got the PS4 whenever it first came out, which it was the mm-hmm. 500 gigabyte model. And I thought, yep. man, this is going to be great um, because I'll just play all the games off the disc and I'll have plenty of space if I want to do downloadable games or just for my save files or video files or whatever. Okay. Well, turns out, um, this made me pretty mad whenever I got the PS4, you can't play games off of the disc. You have to install them onto the hard drive. So that kind of was bad. So (laughs) then on top of that, perfect example being this freaking, this kingdom come game, like having a 23 gigabyte day one patch on top of, the storage that I've already got that's I'm already strapped for storage space. So me too. Like that's, uh, I don't want to go out and have to spend the money like spend $80 to get an extra hard drive just so that I don't have to worry. So I'll, I don't want to have to go spend money to have enough headroom to feel like I've yeah. got space to do all of these things and then be woefully disappointed whenever I figure out that I'm out of space again and I've got to go through my library and figure out it's what like game. It's like constant. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So like, Crow, do you have 500 gig? No. Um, I actually, you have a terabyte? One, one of the reasons that I'm extra salty about Final Fantasy 15 is because I got the bundle, uh, which came with like Final Fantasy 15, uh, Final Fantasy 15 PlayStation, which uh, had a one tetra, uh, tera, terabyte, tetrabyte, Terabyte. 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 Uh, one terabyte hard, hard drive on it. Um, so yeah. It, That's it just, nice. It just seemed like a good like a good deal to me and I knew I wanted to get Final Fantasy fifteen eventually, so I was like, Yeah, I might as well go for the for the extra large storage space. And then mm. so yeah, I I, I, I was Lucky pretty good you. on that. You made yeah. a good choice, friend. <laughs> yes. I'm um, constantly having to delete shit. Me too. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny too to think about because like back in the day, people people would like hold these like libraries of all their games or whatever. Now it's gonna be like a library full of hard drives. <sighs> I can't tell you. <laughs> you know what sucks too is I can't tell you how many external hard drives I've bought just to try to combat this issue. And I don't like. I just I hate the thought of knowing that I've got to go out and 
buy an external hard drive just to put just to fit games that I've already invested my money in to play them. Like I, I Yeah, it's really annoying. It's terrible. <laughs> I, yeah, I hate it. I really hate it. I mean, I know that people complain about load times, but I would honestly prefer the load times if I could play the game off the disc versus having to mm-hmm. shuffle around my disk space con- constantly just to be able to have my library playable. Yep. So, and for someone like me who loves physical media and is not a big fan of digital media, you know, I've got all my games on physical discs. It almost would just be beneficial to have the digital copies if I didn't care about collecting them so much. Um, <laughs> but all right. anyway, that's a gripe I have. I do. I'll, I'll throw in a pro and just to play devil's advocate. I do like the ability to patch games in the sense that like, uh, when you're adding additional content that not not necessarily that was left out before, but that you want to like Overwatch is a good example. Like whenever they add like a new character or a new map, you know that's something you need the patches for. That is good to have the patches for because they aren't usually patching up mistakes so much as they're patching up, you know, the buffs or the nerfs to the characters, and then also adding new characters. Yeah, that kind of stuff together. isn't. Yeah, that's not like unfinished games. That's like yeah, enhancing yeah. the game. Yeah. So for yeah. purposes of enhancing a game, and also like a. Uh, and I, I know I've told Judge before, um, Kat, I don't remember if I've told you or not, there there was a 3DS game called uh, Devil Survivor 2 uh, Record Breaker that came out um, several years ago, and one of my big, like I had played the original game uh, before they remade it, and one of my biggest hopes for that game, because I saw this was going on in Japan, is they were releasing, uh, so I think I've told you about the anime, like my favorite anime, Dorarara. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're releasing do- downloadable content for Devil Survivor 2 as three Dorara characters, three major characters from that series. Aww. And, you know, I, I was hyped for that. I was like, I will pay any amount of money you ask for to get these three characters in a game. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't, come to the, that didn't come to the States, so I wasn't able to get that DLC. But, you know, that's, a case, that's a case where, like, you know, shut up and take my money. I I am very happy with you patching or adding DLC if it's something that's like you know worth investing in. Like that's a, that's an example of a microtransaction that I will fuck with. Yeah, I agree kind of with similar, you on that. Kind of similar to the Dead by Daylight. Like whenever they released the Jigsaw chapter, like I think all three of us jumped on that like ASAP. Hmm. Hmm. I agree with you on that o- that point you made about Overwatch patching. Because they don't charge. I like the fact that they're you paid your set amount for that game, and they are still pushing out free content for it. What? How long has it been out? Like two years? Uh, yeah, two years. Two years this June or July? Yeah. Yeah, a little, a little less than two years. See, in at a year. They yeah, they've done a good job. At, I mean, they've added so much to that game uh, for free, and I mean that's great. And especially, I mean, I. I got that game for $30. So, I mean, shoot. <laughs> Getting all that free content. I like it. Still don't agree with the patch sizes, though. But they're not too big the for micro- that game. Or the microtransactions. Yeah, Blizzard's a very sneaky company. <laughs> Different talk. Just say that. Different day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Let me think. What What are some other cons associated with this? I mean, just feeling like you got shafted when you buy a game that's not complete. Yeah, that's that's really the heart of it. Just to me, yeah, that's the biggest one. Everything else, like the additional, the additional financial strain on you. Well, I say strain, like people playing video games are are, <laughs> are broke as hell. But 
yeah, I mean, you got you got to pay additional money to get these to get these things patched sometimes, or to get like the to to pay for microtransactions. Um, you got to pay to get like the hard drive, season passes. Feeling like you bought a game, I mean, like you're buying a certain game, and then you end up buying almost a totally different game. Yeah, you know, ones that are unfinished. Or ones that they say, oh, but we'll add this later, like No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no Man's <Yeah>. Sky. <laughs> Forgot that, you know, about that little that gem. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's a big con for me. No Man's Sky was the best example of just total false advertising. Where <sighs> they, you know, everybody had already given up on it because they were so disappointed. And they patched it, bringing in all this new shit. But people were kind of done with them. You know, they didn't want to give them a second chance at that uh, point. Can we not talk about No Man's Sky? That one's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that makes me mad. Bad, bad memories. For real, though. No, but okay. Yeah. But generally, just feeling like you're feeling like the consumer is having the rug pulled out from underneath them on some mm-hmm. of this. It does feel like false advertising. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, I just it also it also feels like betrayal almost like we we were both. <laughs> yes, I know, I know the two of us uh, judging me. We were like waiting like with bated breath, blah, 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 <laughs> bated breath for Persona Five to come out, um, mm-hmm. and then they what they move it back like twice or something like that. At least once. Oh, I hate that. Two shit. or three times. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it too. But I will gladly. It's take good. That. Yeah. I will gladly take a, a delayed release over over them releasing it and then we finding out it's a pile of garbage yes pushing games back does kill the hype sometimes but yeah like it it kills the hype but companies that take that risk i feel release better games yeah see (laughs) when it all comes down to it they don't like they do have to i mean like i said it it disappoints a lot of people but it's worth it in the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with this one. I think I would prefer a delayed game. I, I'm not sure if mm-hmm. either of you ever heard this, but Shigeru Miyamoto, you know, creator of Mario and all that, actually, he made a comment about this, uh, a quote that I think is pretty applicable here. He said, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. So perfect. Yeah. Like Bravo. I feel like that's really applicable here. Uh I Yeah. Definitely a delay it definitely dampens the hype. It it can make a fan base really sometimes angry, but at the same time, mm-hmm. if you know that you're gonna get a good product, it's worth waiting for. Yeah, Nino Kuni two's been pushed back twice now. So four months. But that kind of makes me even more excited. I I, I, I think it'll be even better. <laughs> I don't think delayed games like ever like really lose fans though. To be honest, like a lot of fans get no. pissed off about it, but mm-hmm. that just like builds up the anticipation. Which yeah, you know, it's worth it. It is worth it. Um, and it just it feels like uh, I don't know. I I, I kind of think of like uh, how people have Microsoft Word now, and so they'll like they'll type something up and they'll consider it finished just because autocorrect didn't catch something. And then they'll find out later that it was full of shit. And, <laughs> you know, obviously, because it's Microsoft Word, you can go in and correct your typos and then, you know, submit it again. And then, you know, there's mm-hmm. still a lot of really just terrible, terrible content. Um, to me, that's what the patching system feels like. 
like you you have the you have the luxury of being able constant to, revising yeah constant revising but it, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't submit a d a d ranked uh <laughs> thesis paper just because you have a few days to revise it before it's due yeah yeah nice english major <laughs> reference there <laughs> throwing it back <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I kind of thought of another one associated with the patches. So like, so whenever they do these patches or like whenever they keep doing these, uh, like additional content drops that they do in games now a lot, um, you know, they've got key members of the team at every studio that they keep working on additional content for those games. And so, I mean, I think that there could be an argument made that like those team members could you know, be working on new games with the other members of the team, and it could potentially have a significant impact on the development time, or maybe, you know, maybe they've got some good ideas to associate with the game. Like, basically what I'm saying is, the fact that they take team members and they relegate them to just working on releasing post-game content uh, for games, I mean, you know, that could be sort of detrimental to the company as a whole i think it's a waste of resources mm. i mean it's worth mentioning I, th- I just thought about it true the players aren't the only ones that suffer <laughs> wah, wah. i guess that leads us to our last little point relating to this topic is why do we why do we think they do this um and i actually money it is money um but you know i was kind of looking around on this one on this just to try to figure out like what other people's perspective on it was. And I found an article off of Kotaku and <laughs> yeah, well, this is actually pretty, it was basically one of the editors on there, Luke Plunkett uh, was talking about why, why companies did this. And this was back in 2015. That's an important piece of context to keep in mind for this. Uh, and he quote, and there's a quote from there that said, for businesses to improve on their end, they need to free themselves from a reliance on shipping big games in the holiday season, regardless of whether they're ready or not. For consumers to make their feelings truly known, they need to stop falling for the same old shit every year instead of continually paying up and then complaining on forums, end quote. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so basically, the reason... We have nobody but ourselves to blame. It's it's the consumer's fault because we have been complacent and... A lot of us have, you know, Persona 5, for instance, good example. Like, we waited forever for that game, and there's been a ton of DLC for it. Um, and we have fallen into buying a lot of that DLC. Um, I actually haven't yet. A what? Oh. I haven't bought any Persona 5 DLC as of Damn. yet. Damn. I know. Uh, Amazing willpower. Have you? Anyway. Me? Damn, boy. Anyway. Um, so, like, we as consumers have <laughs> failed, essentially. I mean, we accept this, um, and then yeah, we. It's bad that we're like you said. We kind of accept it. We're like, eh, it'll get patched. They'll fix it later. Yeah, we've <laughs> and we beca- just we, it's become give the norm them a pass. for us. Yes, and then it's a problem on the developers because the bigwigs that are putting money forth for them to make these games want them to push them out by a certain date. And most of the time, the date that they want them to push them out is not enough time for them to actually push out a polished product. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. there's exceptions, but so, I mean, it's a problem on both ends. 
So yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. It makes them money, and the gamers don't really care. It makes us happy. <laughs> makes us happy. Well, eventually, sometimes it does not make us happy. No, but see, and this is a problem, which I'll agree with on that. But I also think that it's not a sustainable, like, long-term business practice that they're doing. Like, you know, Final Fantasy 15 pissed us all off. Well, well, let's wait on Final Fantasy 16. We might give that a chance. But if 16 is a bust the same way that 15 is, that might literally be the end of Final Fantasy. Like, Yeah, so we say. Yeah, so we say. I'll probably still do it. <laughs> but who are we? But they are, but they are losing fans, though, from shit like that. Mm-hmm. that like that... Absolutely. You're not going to lose fans by pushing a game off further quite as much as you're, as you're going to lose fans by releasing a subpar game in the first place. So, you know, it, 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 might, it might go on like this for fucking decades, but it will eventually come back to bite them substantially. Mm. Who knows? I think. We don't see what's in the pipeline. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with all this. Who knows what's going to happen in a couple of years? Hopefully it'll improve. <laughs> Don't see it happening, but... Got to end this episode on a bleak note. No, we can end it with our weekly name of shame. <laughs> <laughs> name of shame. Oh, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to put some... In future in future episodes, I'm going to have to put some sort of game show music on for this. Um, yes. Just rip off Wheel of Fortune's music. Uh, yeah, so... Wait. Continuing on, continuing on with our uh, apparently our weekly tradition, we're gonna we're gonna feature the name of a prominent uh, gamer tag or online alias that we've come across in our adventures online. And if you missed last week, you'll have to go back and listen to the first episode to see what two we we dropped two winners on that one. Um, ah, <laughs> to another selfless plug, Self- yeah. shameless, shameless plug. Ugh. Yeah, selfless. <laughs> but I decided we're gonna do one, unless it's a special episode. Um, so for this week, the weekly name of shame, which is actually not really shameful, it's actually kind of nice. Um, Ludwig Beethoven, literally just Ludwig Beethoven, hyphenated. It's pretty great. I like it. Yeah, I like elegant. it. When- elegant. Yeah. That was on PS4? It was on PS4. Yeah. It's on Overwatch. I think Overwatch, yeah. <laughs> it was on Overwatch. Play of the game? Was Very classy. Game? It was the play of the game, yeah. Yeah. I, think it was, I feel like it was a... Was it a Lucio? No, the only downfall to this one was that it was a Torb. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Quit with the hate on Torb. Gotta wrap it all back around. <laughs> Put a nice little bow on this episode. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think we're good to go. Um, Thanks for tuning in. I guess we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.